It is really, really good. It's good that you're in church early today because if you weren't, you would be arriving wet. So it's really good to be here. Friends, today is a very special day in the life of us because we get to celebrate mothers. And I just want to acknowledge just a couple of things before we get going, including the people that are online with us. If you were with us yesterday, there is one word that you will walk away with, and that is blessed. It truly was a blessing yesterday, the gift of music and fellowship and fun. And so can we just honor those that made yesterday happy happen? Thank you so much. And thank you for making it about mothers. I know that today is a day with all sorts of blessings and moments of sadness and times of challenge. It is a day where we celebrate love. It's also a day where we hold pain. We hold all sorts of incredible joy and moments of deep sadness. And it is a day where we hold each other in the gifts and challenges of what today brings. I also want to thank the men's group who brought women a gift today. And what it says is, God is good. And I think that that is so precious. And just thank them for the gift that they gave us today. And so, friends, we're going to join together. And I thought it kind of makes sense before things get going that what we do is that we have a few minutes of blessing one another with a peace, and then we will start with a call to worship. So why don't you greet that person that you got rudely interrupted while I started speaking, and, um, and why don't you just bless them with peace and wish them God's blessing today, and take some time to bless those around you if you are with us online. that is more challenging than anything if you wouldn't mind joining and remain standing as we come to the call to worship we gather together to worship our loving nurturing God who like a mother knows us intimately loves us unconditionally teaches us the way we should go, and comforts us in times of need. Praise God, the source and sustainer of life. Amen. Let's continue in worship. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. 
There's some others in this place. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. It's good to be back. It's good to have a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. I missed each and every one of you. I sat watching the online worship and I was, I should be there. I should be there. But it was just time, my time to rest. Amen. So we're going to give thanks to God because he has made each and every one of us glad. Amen. Amen. Work. 
children come forward and the adults sit down. <laughs> we have a really special treat for you this morning. Um, we're going to call them Ginny and Company. Ginny, um, for years in this church, has done balloon ministries and she even was a clown at one point. So she does some really awesome, amazing things and I hope you enjoy the message. Candace, will you be in charge of the mic for Ginny? Oh, Justin, thank you. Before we start, I want to introduce everyone who had something to do with this morning's message. I'm Miss Jenny. This is Mr. Justin. This is Miss Candace. And Miss Dottie, raise your hand. She's over there in the choir. They all had something to do with this message. And what prompted this message is the message that Pastor Glory's going to give us this morning. And it's from Psalm 66. And it's all about praising God and thanking him for our answered prayers. So, we're going to be praising God with balloons. And balloons come in all different colors. And balloons can tell us a lot about God. For example, you can help me. The red balloon, what does that make you think of? Love, maybe? The love of God? Okay, so the red balloon reminds us of the love of God. The white balloon, what does that tell us about God? Any guesses? Well, God is holy, and he's our one and only God who we trust and love and adore. And according to him, we're pure in heart. The yellow balloon. Can you think what the yellow balloon might mean? I know you know the song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. So what does the yellow balloon represent? Light. God's light shines brightly. And when God lives in our hearts, we shine for him, right? What do you think the blue balloon means? Faith. Good. That's a good response. Any other thoughts about what blue might represent? Maybe heaven, we have an eternal home in heaven, or maybe even creation. You know, God created all these lakes and oceans and animals for us to love and enjoy and tend to. So blue reminds us of a lot of things, doesn't it? Then we have a green balloon. What does green make you think about? What's green and grows? Grass. So we can grow. And we can grow to know God better. How? How can we learn to know God better? Reading the Bible, learning Bible stories. Very good. Any other ways we can learn to grow with God? Going to church. Coming to children's message this morning. Going to 
the Children's Church with Tim. Um, being here listening to messages from other people in the church who love God, right? Coming to music festivals. Those are all great ways to learn how to grow and know God better. Then we have in this bag purple balloons. Now, purple represents royalty. And it represents and tells us that Jesus is the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And all these colors remind us that he wants us to be in the center of his life so that we bloom like a beautiful flower growing and nurtured by the love of God. So, who would since it's Mother's Day, we thought it's only appropriate that Reverend Jackie should get one of these flowers. Who would like to give her one of the flowers? Who would like to give Pastor Lisa a flower? Miss Candace, you do the rest. Where's Pastor Peyton? Okay. <laughs> Who would like to give Pastor Peyton one? Had Pastor Glory. Where's Pastor Glory? Right here. Who would like to give her one? Give one to Pastor Glory. And I think we should give one to Tim, don't you think? Yeah. Even though it's not Mother's Day, he deserves one. Yeah. And what about Michael? He could give one to Janice because he's also our pastor, music pastor. Uh, uh, so why don't we give one to uh, Michael the, at the piano? Thank you. Wonderful. And then you'll come back and we'll say a short little prayer together, and then you'll go on to Children's Church. But it's so fun being with you all this morning. So let's bow our heads. We give, repeat after me, we give all praise to God, who will always love me. Amen. Okay, it was a fun morning. Go have a good rest of the day. We got one left. If you'll please stand and join us as we continue to worship.
Pastor Lisa today I might be her tomorrow and I do have a note on my hand there is actually confirmation today and I think most of our confirmation families are here we have really important work to do for one hour today from four to five so please if you can be here be here your children you don't have to all be here you can go have a break for that hour but I didn't want to forget that because I noticed in the bulletin there are no youth no tweens but confirmation really important to be here today so with that, let's take some time to calm ourselves and to come to our Lord in a time of prayer. As we come to this place, let's take a breath. Let's rest in the presence of our God. Let's feel the spirit of our Lord surround us. Father God of life and love, we give you thanks for this new day. We give you thanks for the rain and the restorative power it has to cleanse and nourish your creation. We are grateful, O oh God, for all the ways your presence is made known to us in the great and the small ways whereby we are reminded of your steadfast love for us and for all people. On this day of celebrating your love, we give you thanks for those who have given us life. Though we may call you father, let us not forget how often mothers, those who pour into our lives, those who may or may not have given birth to us but have nurtured us and have lifted us up and taught us the lessons that you have given us in scripture, those who have loved us relentlessly through all the days and all the times and every way that they could and they have been God with skin on for us on many days we praise you O oh God for the gift of the feminine love gentle and fierce strong and humble kind and true for that love many of our mothers have joined you in heaven those women who have nurtured us and have guided us may not be with us today. But we give you thanks for all that they have done in our lives that made us who we are today. For mothers who work day and night to raise and care for children, we give you thanks. And we remember those who labor in this task alone. May we, your church, remember to uphold all families through our life together. For mothers who have lost a child to death and must carry on, we ask for your mercy. May all that sustain these mothers in their time of need and answer your call to reach out to them in compassion and love. For women who are new mothers and those who are experiencing children 
and those who are not quite mothers yet, we praise you. Father, for the joy and anticipation of new life, grant that we never forget our duty to uphold these families, to nurture them and, and be present and offer wisdom and comfort as we live life together. We are your disciples in this world and we are called to love all of those in our care. For the women who longed for but never had children of their own but have poured into our lives daily, we give you thanks. These women have been living examples of your love and grace in their strength and their wisdom and their guidance and in their love and in their selflessness to nurture us each day. We also pray, O oh God, for those who may not have felt the love of being a mom, who may not have been able to nurture their children. We believe that you are a God of healing and we remember that we all stand in need of your grace. Where we cannot forgive, Lord, give us strength. We stand in solidarity this day, O oh God, with mothers around the world who have watched their children die of hunger, every mother who has been a victim of abuse, and every woman who stands against a world that massacres children in the name of war and dares to rename them collateral damage. Father God, we lay these hurts and this pain and this prayer at your feet. We lift to you the spirit of all mothers around the world, even those who will never know personally. We praise your name and lift all of those that we have mentioned and those left unmentioned as we join together, listening to the prayer that your son taught us. I'll be reading today from the first century Aramaic translation. Hear these words. O thou from whom the breath of life comes, who fills all realms of sound, light, and vibration, may your light be experienced in utmost holiness. Your heavenly domain approaches. Let your will come true in the universe, all that vibrates, just as on earth that is material and dense. Give us wisdom, understanding, assistance for our daily need. Detach the fetters of faults that bind us like we let go of the guilt of others. Let us not be lost in superficial things, but let us be freed from that which keeps us off from our true purpose. From you comes all working will, the lively strength to act, the song that beautifies all, renews itself from age to age. Sealed in trust, faith in truth. Amen. Thank you so much to Pastor Peyton for leading us in that beautiful prayer. And friends, we are going to ask the stewards to wait upon us now for our offering. And if they would receive our offering, as I, I speak through a couple of announcements. First of all, to say that as part of the journey of this church to celebrate the life and ministry of Pastor Peyton, everyone is invited to her farewell service on the 4th of June. It's going to be a special time of celebrating God's hand upon her life, 
honoring the legacy that she's left behind here and celebrating with Pastor Peyton this new season as she takes up a new appointment at Christ Church. So you've received invitations for that. And please, um, would you put that in your diary and spend some time after the service celebrating the gift of her ministry in the next couple of weeks. And as we do that, next week, uh, we get to honor the incredible joy of the confirmees. We have a group of young people that will be confirmed on Sunday next week. You want to be in church because I think it is the best time to celebrate the life of young people and their families and the generations that pass on this blessing from one to the next. So please come along for that service. And if you can believe it, the end of the month is Pentecost Sunday. So that deals with May. And I believe that in the middle of May, um, we will have the schools shutting down or getting close to shutting down, right? June, beginning of June. Okay, but at the end of May, I think parent, um, teachers and parents feel a whole lot better that the, the stress of May is a bit over. Please don't forget to fill in your books. Some of us today brought our, our Mother's Day presents to church. Um, I know that many people invite their children to come along or their grandchildren to come. And I've, I've heard a lot of people say, all I wanted today for Mother's Day was to have my children join me. So we've seen that today. So to those that have joined their parents or their grandparents today in church, welcome to the service. It's wonderful to have you with us. Let's receive the offering. And so we pray together, Lord God, we thank you for the gifts of our lives, for the gift of one another. We thank you that we get to experience life with each other. And the gifts that we bring you today are the fruits of our labor, our time, our talent, and our treasure. We pray, God, that you would bless this money we receive today and everything we receive in the week for the generous spirit that exists from generation to generation in this community. Make us wise stewards of everything you have given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So friends, part of one of the things that I think the United Methodist Church offers the world is a course called Discipleship. It's, I know some people have said to me, are you Methodist? Um, yes, I am Methodist. And the Methodist church is a global family. So you get Methodists in Singapore, in the Pacifica. You get Methodists in Africa. You get Methodists in America, South America, Europe. You get Methodists all over the world, mostly because we enjoy a method and we link ourselves to the Wesleyan ministry. And you get United Methodist, which is a denomination within the Wesleyan family. But the United Methodist Church has offered the world the discipleship course, which is done by Methodists that are not just United Methodists. And I'm going to invite those that have just completed the course, that have joined us today in the service, to come forward so that we can bless you with your certificates and your pin, and to just acknowledge the ministry that God is using you for in this season. So won't you please join us now and come forward.
So we have a group of people in the church that have recently completed um, this course. We do have a group of people that are not with us, and we acknowledge that they can't be here today, but we thank God for them, and we thank God for the work that that um, Glory does with the discipleship ministry, as well as Lisa. They do phenomenal work in journeying people to a real sense of what God is doing in their lives. Thanks, J.D. So should we honor the people that have done this course and just give them a round of applause and thank you so much. I know that some people have been asking us when we're going to do our next discipleship. We do have a day that we're going to do it. We're going to do that on a Saturday um, and then another one will run in, in the summertime. And while we're celebrating, I'm going to invite... Um, Rose, if she will come forward. So many of you have met Rose um, Rosario over the last little while. Rose is one of us. She's part of our membership at this church. You will know that she is also a licensed pastor. She served the North Carolina um, conference for a number of years. Family brought her down to Southeast Florida and Rose is an appointed pastor and she'll be taking up a part-time appointment at Epworth and we celebrate with her today. So can we just celebrate? So, Rose will be preaching here in a little while. She has preached before and she's on a journey to be re-licensed. And you'll know that we have licensed local pastors in Pastor Peyton and Pastor Lisa. So you know what the journey looks like. So it is something pretty exciting for us to celebrate that this journey is finding a new home for Rose. So we thank God for her ministry and you'll hear from her when she preaches in the next couple of weeks. So today we get to really honor those in ministry. So thank you so much. I love the fact um, that God calls every one of us the priesthood of all believers for different purpose. So thank you so much, Michael. Let's just stand for a minute as we sing together.
Amen. God bless you. We have another song to do before you do anything else, Glory. What? <laughs> Maybe I'll just stand here and sing. <laughs> believe that this morning that he's everything oh lord
was wonderful. Thank you, choir. So as Pastor Jackie said, my name is Glory Tharp, and I am one of your ministers here at church, but I am a certified lay minister. And I know sometimes we don't know what that really means. It just means I'm one of you speaking the truth about God, right? Um, I want to open by, by just saying I am so grateful and so blessed to be able to be giving the Mother's Day message. Did you notice I couldn't wait to get up here <laughs> to talk about mothers? It's probably one of my very favorite subjects. Uh, and many of you mothers and grandmothers are here with us today. So hear this message upon your hearts. Our scripture today, you might have noticed, kind of goes with all of the music that has been selected, all of the conversations had. Our scripture is actually from Psalms today. So if you'd like to follow along in your Bibles, it is from 66, 8 through 20. It'll also be on the screen. It's really a wonderful reminder of why we celebrate mothers and why we celebrate life itself. It's not always just about mothers. It's about the life that is given, right? And like many of the Psalms, we're brought kind of back to the beauty of creation. And it reminds us of God's unconditional love for us, his nurture. Come with me to the word today, the word of God written for the people of God. All you nations, bless the Lord. Let the sound of his praise be heard. God preserved us among the living. He didn't let our feet slip a bit. But God, you God, have tested us. You've refined us like silver, trapped us in a net, laid burdens on our backs. Let other people run right over our heads. We've been through fire and water, but you brought us out to freedom. So I'll enter your house with entirely burnt offerings. I'll keep the promises I made to you, the ones my lips uttered, the ones my mouth spoke when I was in deep trouble. I will offer the best burnt offerings to you, along with the smoke and sacrificed rams. I will offer both bulls and goats. Come close and listen, all you who honor God. I will tell you what God has done for me. My mouth cried out to him with praise on my tongue. If I had cherished evil in my heart, my Lord would not have listened. But God definitely listened. He heard the sound of my prayer. Bless God. He didn't reject my prayer. He didn't withhold his faithful love for me. Here in it, the reading of God's holy, holy, tender word. Let us have ears to hear and wisdom to place these words upon our hearts as we praise our Father today. Please pray with me. Father God, may the words from my mouth and the meditations from my heart be ever pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So raise your hand. This is not a trick statement. Raise your hand 
if you have a mother. Wow. <laughs> I guess you all do. You better all raise your hands. Okay, now, how many of us have been a mother of either a child or one of God's creations, like a furry or feathered friend? <laughs> I believe we can all relate to the psalm that we've just read, can't we? Especially when it says, but you, God, have tested us. Anybody ever feel tested? You've refined us like silver. We know the refining process, what happens to get silver and gold, don't we? You've trapped us in a net, laid burdens on our backs, let other people run right over our heads. Anybody ever feel that? <laughs> well, we've been through fire and water, the psalm says but you brought us out to freedom. I believe real freedom happens when we are captured by God's love, literally captured by his love, when we are tethered to him in deep prayer. And I think every parent knows that very well. When we see clearly his miracles in our own lives, when we have to return that kind of unconditional love, though, that kind of love to our children and to the world, to our neighbors even, it's not always a cakewalk, is it? Not always. We can get hurt. We can get confused. At times, looking for answers to really tough situations and questions. We walk thin lines. We sometimes must suffer great, great loss, but ultimately we are set free to love so deeply all because of the promises of God. We learn to trust him and his promises to never forsake us or let us go through the fire alone. Oh, and there will be fires, right? There will be storms and floods, but by the blood of Jesus, we are redeemed. By God's grace, we are restored. Here in it, the joy that God brings each and every one of us every day. We have a lot in common, you and I, don't we? Every single one in this room has a mother. And we all have mother stories. I know that. I wanted to begin there today because not all of us are mothers. But we certainly understand what a mother is to us. And that's what I want us to put on our hearts today. Mothers come in so many different packages, right? And they have so many different gifts and talents and personalities, like all of us. They all have good intentions with no real booklet to teach them how to begin the mothering process. And like everyone, they need to be given grace. I mean, lots and lots and lots of grace, right? Today is only one of 365 days of the year. And I believe that every single one of those days, we should honor our mothers. Sometimes it's not until we lose our mothers that we realize how deeply her love actually ran for us how she would stop everything that she was doing 
and just rescue us. Even when we're little, like big, huge things to us, you know, that seemed so, so monumental. Moms took, took on every bit of that stress and made things better for us. How she would lose sleep every single time we were sick or every single time that we came home late and that door would open way beyond its time. How she would weep with us, for us, when we were hurting. I think that 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 sums up the kind of love that we come to understand by our mothers first. And many times you hear this at weddings, but let's think about it on the terms of mothers. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It does not show arrogance or rudeness. It does not insist on its own way. Well, unless her way is the sure way, right? It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Boy, doesn't that describe a mother's love? It's funny, I remember becoming an instant stepmom when Barry and I were married. And Christopher and Daniel came uh, to basically complete our family just four months after we were married. And they were six and nine years old. I knew that God had actually entrusted me to love and care for them just as if they were my own. It was no different. I knew this instinctively. And maybe that's because I had learned firsthand what unconditional love looked like, what it actually felt like, what love looked like, what it felt like is, is, is closer to God, right? But without knowing them from birth, every single day became like a new awakening or a gift to me. It really did, as if an unfolding were happening I, I felt a reconnecting to God. The honor had been given to me to pass on all that our mother had taught us as children. I was 25 and fully ready to take on the role as mom because of my love for my husband. I also felt the deep responsibility of keeping the boys connected to their mother. I remember writing letters and sending photographs often to her and building a relationship all in the name of love. I made sure that they too would, you know, um, she would receive notes and letters from the, the boys. We also called her very often, so we kept that connection 100%. Then two years later, we added to our family and we had a baby girl. The boys loved going through that process of pregnancy and, and touching my tummy. And I mean, it was really, truly their child too. They were so much older, so they were able to experience what it was like to have a baby in the house. 
I think that's why that they both became really amazing nurturing fathers, going on to have six of our nine grandchildren. So I learned a lot from being a stepmother, as well as being becoming a mother later on. One thing for sure, though, it is a humbling experience. It's a dance with God. That's the best way I can word it, a dance with God. Just when you think, oh, I've got this, you realize you really don't, right? Two steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, two steps back, it is a dance. You say pink, they say purple. You say, don't, and they say, I must. All the while, you pray, and you pray. Moms become very good at praying, way before birthing or adopting a child, many times even before inception. Every single waking moment of a mother's life is spent thinking of her children, hoping and dreaming for nothing, nothing less but just goodness and mercy to come to her offspring. If we only knew some of the prayers that our mothers and our grandmothers said over us and prayed over us, it would probably bring us to our knees right now. It might even help us to understand how God has provided for us through these prayers. How life was somehow made better during difficult times in our lives. How some of our own dreams have actually become a reality. All because of the pray prayers prayed over us by our moms and our grandmoms. Mother's prayers are strong and fierce. They never give in. They never give up. They encircle us for life, no matter how long or how short that life might be. And then, then they hold us in hope of eternity. From the moment a mother carries a child in her womb, she learns that she must count on God for the unknown. Oh, it's an exciting time but it's also a really hectic time. It can be a scary time as well, especially in this day and age, where we have moms that must work outside the home all the way up until their birthing date. We have a couple here today, I believe, Letty Chung and Patricia Goodwin. We watched you as you made it all the way through your pregnancy and worked day in and day out. Do we have anyone here that, that is a first-time mommy today? Raise your hand if you're a first-time mommy. First-time mommy, I love that. So we lift you up today, for sure. There are grandmothers and great-grandmothers also. Although they don't carry the children of the next generation in their wombs, they do bear the weight of every single moment of their lives. They, they pray the prayers and love even the not-so-lovable times, right? <laughs> Do we have any grandmothers here today or great-grandmothers? Raise your hand if you're a grandmother or a great-grandmother. That's awesome. Congratulations. We lift you up today, and, and we celebrate you for being behind the scenes and also in front of the scenes for many grandmas 
um, especially with the prayers that you offer the children. Some of us have surrogate mothers. I, for one, have a very special second mama who actually is here today, who watched over me since losing my mom so long ago. I also picked up six surrogate amazing brothers because of they were kind of a package deal. Can you raise your hand, brothers? I know there's a couple of you back there. I love you. Love you. You're really great, great brothers to have, too. Today, we celebrate you, Lucy, and we honor you for all that you've done for us and all that you will ever do for us. I'm so proud to call you mom. And the amazing thing is um, my mother and she were very good friends as my mom visited throughout the years because uh, we do go all the way back 43 years together. And so they knew each other very well. And I know that she celebrates you also, Lulu, in heaven, just as you celebrate her here. So when I was preparing to give the message today, I asked a few of you, several of you actually, how your mothers actually influenced your pathways. And I got so many different beautiful, beautiful messages. But there was this common thread. And, and most of the answers were really so similar, but yet so deep and so trusting and beautiful. And, but yet they were all centered on love and strength and willingness. I think moms have a pretty close connection to God because they have to lean on him so often. And I think we instinctively know that about our moms. They are God's circle makers. In other words, they pray circles around their children, their community, as well as just about everything that they cannot see. I think our mother worked overtime in this department because she also had six children. Five of us were born about a year apart. And she was disabled and then eventually divorced. So she was a single mom, a strong woman. When anyone would ask her, though, how she managed everything, like, what keeps you together, Cassie? She would always say, resoundingly, with God, anything is possible. So I pray all the time. <laughs> I pray often. I can't tell you how many hundreds of times I heard that come from our mother's mouth. She lived on God's promises, and her motto was, this too shall pass. Sometimes I'd get so upset when she'd say that. I'm like, how do you, what do you mean this is going to pass? It's not going to pass. This is not easy stuff here. But it did eventually pass. She was a wise woman. Many of us have mothers who made great sacrifices for us, whether they were biological mothers, stepmothers, or adoptive mothers, or foster mothers. They went above and beyond the imaginable and call of duty. In motherhood, there's no spoken covenant, is there, between us and God. But you can bet that a deep relationship and bonding happens directly between the two, even before conception, adoption, or fostering. Because the father comes before us 
walks with us and also follows us. It's a beautiful love that corresponds with heaven when a new creation comes into being. There is joy, pain, uncomfortable moments, even months of them sometimes. There is love and there is loss. There is sadness, fatigue, and bliss along the way. And transformation of every sort. There is growth and there is regret. There is a deep longing and along with it all, there is hope, like the psalm says. Just imagine the heart of a mother, how deep her love goes. Now think of your mother. Think of one powerful word right now that you want to pray for her. And bow your heads and pray that word with me. Father God, we want to thank you for the gift of our mothers. Amen. In closing, I want to share part of a really sweet story that Lisa Faust shared with many of us about the meaning of mother. Lisa, where are you? Thank you. It's beautiful. She used the letters of mother. She said M. M is for mother, mom, mommy. O means outstanding, overtime, overworked. T, together, doing things. H, helping each other out. E, stands for everything she does for you to make you sure that you're happy. And R, is for the rest that your mother needs. That, that that is the time when we do things to help her out without even being asked. Lisa ends by saying, my mother was one in a million. I'm sure we all feel that way, especially those of us who have lost our mothers, those of us who are sitting with our mothers right now. Thank you for those beautiful reflections, Lisa. Bow your heads and pray with me. Father God, thank you for these women of strength who have carried the torch of love in our lives, the ones who nurture and love with no boundaries, the ones who show us the way to freedom in love. Lift each and every woman up today who exemplifies your likeness in the world. And may they each be blessed in all that they do. And Father, bless our children who will one day be raised up to do likewise. Amen. How many of you know that God is awesome? Yeah. All right. Let me try this one more time. How many of you know that God is awesome? Yeah. Amen, amen, amen. Would you stand with us as we sing that song about how awesome God is? Um, he's been awesome to me ever since I was born. And he's always been in my life. He's always protected me, provided for me. I can't complain. And I will not complain. Because I want all my blessings to stay with me. All right?
Well, before I start this song, I'd like to say thank you to my sister who's spending time with me. Joan, she's standing by there, she's hiding. She's standing beside my beautiful wife, but that's my younger sister. And I love her to death, trust me. Thanks for sharing with us today. Great. 
And so, friends, as we leave the service today, please take a photograph with the people that you are with. And there is a beautiful place that celebrates mothers. And if you don't have anyone, take a selfie. <laughs> and if you don't know how to take a selfie, ask Tim. <laughs> so, friends, may God, who gave birth to all creation, bless us. May God, who became incarnate by an earthly mother, bless us. May God, who broods as a mother over her children, bless us. May Almighty God bless us. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forevermore. Amen. We'll see you outside.